Cynic Empowerment. Last time on Cynic Empowerment. Uh, let's try to describe it. It looks kind of. We're like, not going to give it justice. Um. Okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a shot. So. Okay. You try first. And I'm gonna try. Imagine that you took your balls. Okay. Uh, and you, you're you're gonna. It's not the strategy I would have used. You're gonna you're gonna take your your thumb and your forefinger around the top portion, and you're gonna squeeze it until it. You're making this way more complicated. A little bit darker color, and then you're gonna like stretch out the little bat wings on the side. Yes. All right, I gotta get pumped up. I'm not feeling very pumped. <laughs> oh god, what are these noises? I'm getting pumped. I'm going to put my pump away. Your pump away? Your penis pump? Uh, what? You don't have one of those? I can only act when I'm erect. <laughs> I'm an, uh, an erector. Instead of a director, I need an erector. Erectiker. <laughs> Erectiker. <laughs> all right. Nothing gets me erect like some Yu-Gi-Oh players. Welcome, everybody. This is Cynic Empowerment. My name is Jimmy Horn. And I am Tim Carpenter. Welcome, everyone, to today's episode. Jimmy, I got to be honest with you. I can smell you from over there, and I know that we're several hundred miles apart. Oh, that's harsh, man. I'm, I've showered today. Come on, give me a break. Pretty damn stinky. I know that's I wear the same pants every day, but they don't get dirty, I swear. I, I don't you even fart in them. You're, what? You're you just turn them inside out? You're My pants? Like, yeah. No. It works. You turn your pants inside out, you got your pockets on the inside? Yeah, well, I mean, like, <laughs> that way you can kind of, like, show off what's in your pockets, but it's actually harder to get to them. Damn. So you're, like, on, a, like, a New York subway, and you want to put, like, your wallet in one pocket, pocket you can kind of, like, uh, you know, say, hey, look what I got, look what I got, you can't get this, you can't get this, and then, oh, like... Yeah. Some dude just comes by with a pair of Fisker's scissors and just, like, chops the bottom out of your pocket and steals your wallet. Damn, that's complicated. It's not the way to do things, really. You shouldn't wear your pants inside out like that, Jimmy. Uh, one day I'll learn, but not today. Not today, not my not friend. Not today. What do we tell them? What do we tell them, Jimmy? Say, not today. Not today. <laughs> not today. <laughs> that's what we I'm tell wearing them. wearing my pants regular. <laughs> Where my pants fucking regular. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so our first story has much to do with the fact that Jimmy's all stinky and shit. That I reek of ass. Reeks of ass. Uh, we're also. And I shall not pass. <laughs> and he shall not pass. Uh, we're both avid gamers. You know, we we, we both uh, have had a couple of experiences with some tabletops in our time. We we both like collectible card games and the like. This this first story is about Yu-Gi-Oh, which. I haven't played in a very long time. It's been like middle school since I played that game. Yeah, I think you would have to be committed because I feel I, I feel uh, correct me if I'm wrong, Tim, but th- this is how I feel of my development of the trading card game is that you started off with Pokemon because Pokemon was directed for our age group, right? And then you got a little bit older, yeah. And Yu-Gi-Oh was kind of like middle school kind of level of trading cards. It was a little kind bit more complicated than uh, Pokemon, and also the show was slightly more dark, and it was kind of for that age range. Yeah. And then you got into high school, and you realize that everyone is playing Magic the Gathering, and you dropped the other two, like, hot garbage that they were, and played a real man's card game. Yeah, and then you realize that it's it's actually just, like, capitalism in cardboard form, and you're like, why the hell am I wasting my time on this symbolism of what I could be doing in real life? It's so true. That, that's kind of when I gave it up. I, I fucking hate Magic the Gathering. Yeah, it's like you have to kind of have this gentleman's agreement with the people that you play with that you're going to salary cap each other. Yeah, so literally. Yeah, it doesn't turn into like some kind of silly arms race where you're like, I have a more expensive piece of paper than you, you bitch. Therefore, like, I win. Yeah, statistically win. more than you. Yeah, it's like, hey, can we just like have like a, a unique form of chess that we play with pieces of paper instead of trying to race to see who can get the most expensive piece of paper? Yeah, it's it's, kind of it's so true. That's why I fucking hate trading card games. I'm I'm more of a board game person now, where <laughs> everything that everyone has access to is exactly the same and it's based upon this one box that we're all working out of yeah 
it, it makes it a little more fair. Uh, but if you spend all your time trying to collect these card games, these board games, or whatever, chances are you don't have enough time to shower, right? It, it's it's a, true. There, there is a correlation there. Yeah, you, you don't really have enough time to take care of your personal hygiene. You can't put on deodorant. Hell, you might not even be able to brush your teeth, which takes maximum five minutes. It's true, but uh, you know this, Tim. Anyone that, that's serious about the Magic the Gathering, they can just spit out the name of every card that's ever existed in the game and its abilities and its mana cost. Oh, God. So, you, you know, you, you have to start skipping somewhere to put all that knowledge in your brain. <laughs> Yeah, you forget how to brush your teeth. You gotta do little circles. And for everybody out there that's listening that wants a knowledge bomb real quick, you gotta like, kinda like, go from the top of the gum down to the end of the tooth, right? That's how you, you gotta do it. Little circular motions. Little, like you're, uh, I don't know. Imagine like each of your teeth is a banana. And you're like peeling the banana with the bristles of your toothbrush. Wait, what? Yeah. I don't think you can peel bananas with toothbrushes, Tim. Oh, shit. Maybe that's why my teeth are all nasty and yellow-brown. God damn <laughs> I don't think that's how bananas work. I've been doing it wrong all these years. You gotta peel, peel your teeth, right? You gotta peel your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. shit. So this story, uh, we're talking about Yu-Gi-Oh, right? Right. Yeah, we're talking about these gaming environments. Right. It's, and, right. For all the people that didn't advance into the mature world of Magic the Gathering, they're <laughs> still stuck in middle school and have middle, middle school level hygienics. They don't realize that they've been forming body odor because they have these things called hormones that yeah. make them smell like ass. Yeah. How do they not know this? I mean, these people are going to these tournaments, these these large tournaments in which you have a concentrated number of people sitting in close proximity to one another, playing games which cause anxiety and ultimately sweat. 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 Nasty, nasty sweat that make you stink, and they don't realize this? They're not aware of the fact that they smell like ass? I don't know. Maybe it's one of those things where you can't smell your own stink. So if you get stinky enough, it makes you immune to other people's stink too? Man. Maybe. It's like Maybe? an extreme form of everybody loves their own brand. <laughs> yeah. Like, jeez. <laughs> In its purest form, yes. It really doesn't make any sense, though. Like, you'd think at a certain point people were avidly avoid. Oh, my God. I just made a realization. Maybe it's... Maybe it's a little bit of strategery. You ever think about that? I maybe. Hey, if I was sitting across, and I've, I've I've been in some of these environments before, you know, I'm, I, I want to try to like test my metal with the best of these gamey dorks, right? So right. I'm sitting there at the table. If I'm sitting across from Joe Schmo that hadn't taken a shower in a couple of months, I'm probably gonna want to get out of there sooner rather than later. That's true. It, yeah. it might uh it might not be able to concentrate as well. That's right. Yeah, I'm gonna be thinking every other every other time I like read over card. I'm like, man, should I like should I lightning bolt the bird? Should I bolt the bird? Should I bolt the bird? I don't fucking know because this guy smells like ass. Yeah, I have no idea what's going on. And definitely wouldn't incentivize me to try to make the game last longer. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments aren't the only culprit though. There seem to be uh, a couple of gaming communities that have hygiene related smell issues. Another one that's brought up is the Super Smash Brothers environment. Oh, I believe it. Oh, dude. Have you ever been to a Super Smash Brothers tournament? I bet it's a weird thing. Oh, my God. I never have been. I, I haven't been to an official one. I went to kind of an impromptu one. I think I was at, I don't know, like a coffee shop or I can't remember. Some kind of place that I wasn't expecting it to happen. Yeah. And then basically all these dorks. I'm a dork too, but so I can call them this. It's kind of like <laughs> how... You know, people of of a certain subgroup can call other people the same. Anyways, so <laughs> these dorks come in and uh, they bring a GameCube because all the people that take Super Smash Brothers seriously yep. haven't gotten past Super Smash Brothers Melee the on the one. GameCube. It's the best. Yeah, one. they've all agreed it's the best one. Uh-huh. And they're not going to learn or develop past that. And so these people have been playing the same game since, I don't know, 2004 when it came out. Just yeah. imagine how much you have invested in one singular game. It, so, yeah, yeah it was intense. 
Also, it's, it's broken as shit, but that's that's a different variant. I won't part, bore part of the charm. Yeah, it's it's a ridiculous game. Like some of these people are just like like there there's an a a steep learning curve when it comes to games like that. Right. The, yeah. You can get you can get pretty far. Like anybody well, that's played a fighting video game before kind of understands that they can button mash and things can work for a certain time, but we're talking about a ridiculous amount of expertise involved with these games in which you're measuring the frame rate of certain maneuvers so that yeah. You can do some ridiculous of shit. milliseconds. Yeah, cutting yeah. off fractions of time. Yeah, it, it's like the learning curve of how to learn how to play the game itself is the bar is very low, but the learning curve to be competitive is just a whole nother bar. It's it's not even on the graph. It's on a different yeah. times table. <laughs> okay, so like you played like uh, I don't know, like three or four times a week. With your buddies whenever that game was popular in middle school slash high school, depending right. on what age you are. And you think you know how to play. Yeah. You don't but, You don't know shit. Exactly. These guys have put bajillions of hours. <laughs> like, yeah. like, it's a full-time job. It's disgusting. And they're, they're great. Like, these people are fantastic. But just like we were talking about with these Yu-Gi-Oh tournaments. They're not fantastic at hygiene. Yeah. Yeah, it comes at a cost. They, they smell like like bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like bad. Them. Yeah. Not everybody. Not everybody smells bad. Right. I, I don't. Just, wanna... <laughs> just enough that it required these events to create specific rules banning them in the guidelines from smelling bad. And according to this, Tim, it looks like the way they were able to do it goes along with your logic that instead of just insulting people and saying you guys smell like fucking ass, you have <laughs> to you have to come here clean. Otherwise, we're going to kick you the fuck out. Yeah. Uh, apparently, they said that it gave you an unfair advantage distracting the other players by reeking. So they, they, they spun it that way of the reason why they were able to work it into the rules. Okay. Which is interesting. Uh, yeah, well, that's that's definitely understandable. I agree with that sentiment. Uh, is it the main reason why people shouldn't be stinky? Eh. No. Absolutely not. Probably not. <laughs> it's just, I think it's just a societal acceptance thing of no one wants to smell you. Yeah, well, these these people probably these people. Who are you talking about? These people. <laughs> who are you calling these people? These people. That kind of person. Uh, yeah. These these people. <laughs> as I continue. <laughs> Probably need some kind of measurable understanding, some kind of rule-related understanding as to why they need oh, to Oh, yeah, right. In order to penetrate their brains. Yeah. Yeah, of the way they comprehend reality. Exactly. Of milliseconds and milliframes and, I don't know, turn economies. you got to turn it into uh, an advantage yeah. handicap. In exactly. order to get them to follow through. Yeah, there, there's a certain sense of fairness that they have. And if you are like, hey, look, uh, you being stinky, that's like the equivalent of you taking steroids if you're going to the Olympics. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, I never thought of it that way. Yeah, well, uh, so here's a little bit of soap, a little bit of uh, Yu-Gi-Oh branded soap, <laughs> which exists. It totally exists. In this article we're reading, uh, there is a link to some branded shower products. <laughs> no. hey, just in case you don't know how to clean yourself, uh, here you go. Here's yeah. to get started. Little little bit of extra bait to dangle in front of you, just so that you don't feel like you're you're veering too far off of the collectible card road. <laughs> but but if I buy soap, I can't buy the newest Black Lotus. <laughs> oh my God, Black Lotus. Jesus. Hey, for everybody out there, before we discuss our silver lining, uh, go out there and do yourself a favor and see if you have any collectible cards from yesteryear. Laying around. And if you if you do, look for a card called the Black Lotus because chances are if you find one and you sell it, you'll be able to have a down payment on a house. Seriously. Pretty cool. Pretty cool thing. So, so fucking gross. Pretty cool thing. So, what's the silver lining here, Jimmy? What do you think? I suppose, I mean, this is a positive story that they're banning people from smelling all nasty and whatnot. So, I I would think that it's progress, right? 
it's better than what they used to do where it's just like you're at a local gaming shop and they're like, hey, uh, everybody that comes in the door, take in the fact that the other people are here and uh, use soap and stuff. <laughs> they just have uh, car air fresheners hanging all over the walls. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it just smells like pine trees and ass. Hmm. Yeah, Aspen ass. <laughs> pretty good Aspen. <laughs> Aspen. <laughs> Put the ass in Aspen at your local game shop. <laughs> oh, that's great. Uh, speaking of like child games and whatnot, you, you like Nerf, Nerf guns? guns are cool. Wait, Nerf, what? Nerf guns are fucking great. I love Nerf guns. Yeah, nothing, nothing says fun like shooting your friends with a Nerf gun. Nerf guns are cool. I got a little heartwarming story for everybody. I got these little nephews, right? And we had them over to the house. And the best time while they were here was when we were hanging out in the backyard. A couple of our friends were playing cornhole. And we busted out the Nerf guns. And we shot our little nephews. It was great. Did they they have fun? fun. We just run around. You know, like, ha, 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 you know, like, don't, don't shoot into eyes, you know, like, don't want yeah. to little <laughs> yeah. eyeballs. So we just Put like, on your little goggles, kid. Yeah, shoot them in their little tummy, and they'd be like, we're like, hi, uh, gotcha. Oh, man, it was great. Uh, until one of my nephews brought out a real gun. Damn. Fucking nephews packing. Blew us away. <laughs> That's exactly what happened in Florida. Except we're in reverse. In reverse. Uh, yeah, so apparently... There was this guy, this 30-year-old ass man, who was getting shot by a little 7-year-old boy. Yeah. And he whips out his pistol, and he shoots this kid. Was he even getting shot at by the little kid? Oh, let's see. Oh, I guess guess he wasn't directly being shot at. He was just playing Nerf guns with his friends. Yeah, I think the kids were just playing Nerf guns with their friends outside, and this intoxicated asshole was like, oh, look at all the kids outside having fun, shooting their Nerf gun. I wish Nerf gun was a thing when I was a kid. Oh, I got an idea. I got a gun. Maybe I can go and play Nerf gun with them. Here I go. I got my twenty-two rifle. Hey, kids. Hey, kids. I'm playing too. I got him in the knee. <laughs> Look, I got him. Do I win? Is this is this home base? Oh. Am I am I at home base? What the fuck, man? Yeah, for real. Uh, so my spleen. Speaking of like, because I had to look it up while you while you said it. Uh, Nerf has been around since 1969, so this guy was definitely around and definitely okay. experienced some kind of Nerf guns whenever he was younger. Fine. Well, maybe he was raised by an abusive drunk father yeah. that drank too much to buy him Nerf guns, and now he drinks too much to cope with it. He does and, have like uh, drunkard bags under his eyes. Yeah, and. Drunkard beard? I don't know. It's not well kept. He probably doesn't smell very good. He's got a thick beard, man. I'm kind of jealous. It's thick but not kept. Yeah, it's like it's growing out really whatever. We're we're not in business of making – we're not yucking people's yums, right? Wait, this has nothing to do with kink shaming. There's no (laughs) kink involved in this. Yuck Yums is specifically for kink shaming. There's no kink involved. There's a kid, and there's some Nerf guns, and there's an alcoholic that shot them with a real gun. This is not a Yuck Yum scenario. You're not, you're not into, you're not into beards. <laughs> Alright. That's fine. I'll get off it. I'll get off it. We don't have to, we don't have to talk about Yuck Yums. You can, just, it's just not appropriate. It doesn't uh, make any sense. A Nerf gun that shoots dildos? I don't know. I do some stuff along those lines. <laughs> God damn you. Yeah, this guy has a... I'm, yeah, I'm not talking about this guy's picture anymore. He looks like somebody has just recently been arrested for shooting a kid in the kneecap. <laughs> yeah, that, that's that's essentially the whole of it. Yeah, uh, it's really sad. Where, I can't imagine being seven years old and being shot in the knee with a twenty two rifle. Like, I realize it's not... He's not going to die, but still, that's so fucking traumatizing. Yeah. 
It, it seriously is. Uh, even if it is just it, – it's a small caliber. And I was talking to Jimmy about this earlier. Like it's a twenty two. For those of you people out there that know the size of bullets, it's a little bitty. It's a little – If chances are if you shot a gun at some point in your life, it was a twenty two or, or a BB gun. I guess it's also – comparable uh in fact i think that there's a mention of it they were originally the kiddo's mom thought the kiddo was shot with a bb gun because i guess that made more sense oh and then yeah doctors told the mother who took him to the hospital that the, the child was in fact shot with a 22 caliber bullet yeah which would need surgery in order to remove lip yeah. fragments that were yeah. stuck to me yeah this kid could be dumb now because he has lead in his bloodstream Oh God! I got a lot of lead in my bloodstream. That's probably why I'm, you know, borderline IQ deficient, man. Wait, do you? I bet. I do that. You bet. Play around with metal a lot. My want to hear something funny? Okay, I think it's funny. Yeah, tell me about it. <laughs> my dad, when he was growing up, so like BBs are made with lead, right? Oh, he put them in his mouth. Oh yeah. So what he would do is he was <laughs> he was like, I'm gonna be efficient. I'm gonna hold my BBs in my mouth and then load my BB gun from my mouth. <laughs> God damn it, Dad. Wait, isn't that supposed to make you uh like sterile or uh uh like lead poisoning? Doesn't it make you sterile or impotent one? I don't know about those things. I know it's supposed to make you more violent. Which is why so it's been theorized, so you know how they uh, took lead uh, out of the paint in our walls in the mid to late 70s and out of uh, gasoline because gasoline used to be leaded, right? Yeah. And so if you look at uh, violent uh, homicides and just violent crime in general, there's a it, it basically takes a steep decline after 1976 or 77 when they re- removed it from uh, paint and leaded gasoline. Cool. Yeah, so it's theorized that that's the reason why there was so much violent crime in America during that time. And so when you think about all the, air quotes, great serial murders, they're not great. They just are prolific and well-known. Heavy hit. They kind of take place, a lot of them, during that time. Or prior to that time, I should say. Because they were all huffing lead paint. (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Oh, geez. On the same note, definitely not lead-related, but... My dad told me stories of when they would play with mercury, like they would roll. Oh them yeah, in their hands. Their hands, yeah. Oh my fucking god. Yeah, isn't that amazing? How, how the fuck has society gotten this far? I don't Jesus know. Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. Isn't that ridiculous? Just like, oh my god, look, this is crazy. Yeah. Yeah, um, like break a thermometer or whatever and then play with the mercury. Yeah, I've heard that shit too. Yeah, well, there were – I've actually found some. Like we were cleaning up the my, – my family had a woodworking shop and uh, there were some little vials that I found of a liquid that was really fucking heavy, right? Quicksilver. Really heavy, yeah. <laughs> and I like – I looked at it. Yeah, it was like it was like bright silver. I was like, what the fuck? I want to jink it. I'm reading around and it's like it's – it's mercury, and I'm like, whoa! Like, it's, it's, if I pop this cap off, I could, I don't know. What, what, there's some kind of like madness that's caused by, it, right? Like, what, what is, yeah. what does mercury poisoning actually do? Uh, oh, it makes you go mad. Like, you know, the Mad Hatter, it, it fucks up your brain real hard because mercury was used for uh, making hats and shit like that back in the day. It was one of the curing processes they used. Yeah, highly toxic to humans. Okay, wow, that's ridiculous. Okay, so if anybody has nervousness, anxiety, irritability, numbness, memory problems, depression, physical tremors, muscle... Doesn't everyone? Oh my god! Difficulty breathing? Difficulty walking or standing straight? Just describing half the society. Or if you're serious, uh, impaired motor skills, difficulties learning to speak. Oh, this is children. Okay. Issues with hand-eye coordination, being physically unaware of their surroundings. Are you on WebMD.com? Because it, it sounds like you're you're naming every possible symptom of everything. Oh, this is medical news today. Actually. Oh, excuse me. It's WebMD. It's pretty much WebMD. <laughs> it's WebMD of a different. Hey, and if you if you huff enough mercury, you'll eventually shoot a kid in the knee with a, a twenty-two. Yeah, that's what we're trying to get at. <laughs> this is uh, really sad. Uh, we were referencing earlier our story talking about how in Las Vegas you have to be packing a real gun. You're not allowed to walk around with fake guns on the Las Vegas Strip. Yep. And uh, we think the same should be 
for uh, children playing outside in Florida. There's so many gun nuts in Florida that if your your kids are outside playing, they should probably be packing a real gun so they can defend themselves. Yeah, you need to be able to defend yourself. It, it's uh, it's very, very important um, because you you never know uh, what kind of nut is going to be out there with his scraggly ass beard trying to shoot your kids playing with their friends. <laughs> yeah, it's just so bizarre. I guess I guess well, silver lining, silver lining. The the silver lining here is that this fucker used a twenty two and didn't use a higher caliber bullet because this kid could be legless right now. Oh yeah, that's that's the silver lining. Like little little seven year old leg taking a forty five or some shit. No more leg. Goodbye leg. Absolutely. The the steel coated silver lining. <laughs> yeah. Oh jeez, because he could have blew his kneecap right off. Seriously, like sorry kid, you you don't have a kneecap anymore. You just good don't. Thing I, I, good thing that guy didn't have a higher caliber firearm. Oh my god. Yeah, good thing that there are like some type of gun law, because if he had absolutely no gun law, he probably would have shot him in the leg with a, a rocket propelled grenade. And then he would have <laughs> blew up all his little friends too. Is that is that a, is that the logical next step? Yeah. Yeah, so. he would have he would have just like sicked his uh like military grade drone on those kids. I don't Wait. Know. Is this a segue? Wait, no. The next story has nothing to do with military great jokes. No, it's too funny. (laughs) Oh, my God. Next story is about Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) Speaking of military-grade drones, this guy. Yeah, Elon Musk. Well, military-grade drones, uh, the picture at the beginning of this article has Elon Musk standing next to his bodyguard, who is definitely a military-grade drone. A cyborg, at least. Yeah, this guy is like his his jaw is clenched so tight you can see this football shaped muscle bulging out from his temple. Yeah, it's creepy. Like, and his neck is like the same width as his head. Almost, yeah. It's yeah. And I'm not quite sure how you get that much neck muscle or side of the head muscle. I'm not quite sure how he exercises that. Uh huh. But he's done it. And he's like constantly puckering. Like he's like dissatisfied. Like. Resting bitch face all the way. Right. And it's totally understandable because he has to escort Elon Musk everywhere. <laughs> uh, this yeah. is uh, this is about, once again, Elon Musk. We've talked about him on the podcast before. I'm pretty sure unless you've been living under a rock, you know who Elon Musk is. Yes. Okay. Uh, and I have to defend my stance on Elon Musk. Let's hear I've it. Got, I've gotten what? shit. I've gotten what? shit about Elon Musk. Okay. Since this... Since this article came out, I actually heard about him having to uh, – so, so he recently got in a car accident. I think it was in Miami. Oh, really? Yeah, he was driving around one of the uh, uh, one of the Tesla Motors pickup trucks. Yes. Uh, yeah, which the, – the, Yeah, the one that everyone's making fun of. Yeah, it, it's all like weird and blocky. It looks like a space rover. Right. Uh, it, it looks like a truck from a video game yeah. from the early 2000s. It, like looks, a, it looks like a like a PS. If there was a truck in a PlayStation One game, that's what it would look like, just made out of polygons. Did you ever play? Uh, do you ever play Mass Effect? Yeah. It, it looks like the little rover. Oh yeah, the space rover. Planets. Yeah, yeah, for sure, yeah. it totally does. It looks like that thing. Uh, highly recommend the Mass Effect series to anybody who hasn't played it out there. <laughs> Uh, anyways, uh, Elon Musk got in a, a car accident with one of those, and I think he's trying to pay somebody off. Basically, this guy is on a fucking rampage. He, he is. does whatever he wants. I don't know how he hasn't been put away yet. <laughs> well, yeah. Okay, so here uh, – I just got to defend myself real quick before we get into the story and start shooting on him again. Okay. Right, go for it. So as far as billionaires go, there are worse things that Elon Musk could be spending his money on. Yes, yeah. obviously. That that's yeah. that goes without saying, right? He could be in charge of some fossil fuel company like the Koch brothers or he could be the head of some like hedge fund for all the houses that got absorbed after the 2008 housing crisis when people could couldn't afford their homes anymore like Michael Bloomberg or some other shitty fucky, I don't know, uh richy to rich asshole. All I'm trying to say is that people that think he's the Messiah and that he's going to prevent us from dying and that there's that we can just ignore climate change because we can just go and live in Mars are living in a fucking fantasy and he's not our last hope. He's yeah. 
a megalomaniac with too much money and too much power, and he takes a shit ton of money from uh, government-funded money from yep. taxpayers to help fund his ventures that we could just publicly fund ourselves. So he, he's he's better than, sure, plenty of other rich assholes, but he's not going to save anyone from everything. Okay, there. That's my entire segment. Uh, no, I, I, I am... I'm totally on the same page with you, man. And I, I real talk, I think that this is it, this is when we need to hone on hone in on one of the sad parts of of this story and and who Elon Musk is in general, what our culture kind of veers towards whenever they look to people like this right. as their savior, like like some Steve Jobs asshole. Yeah, exactly. It's like they 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 look to these. Um, these technocrats or, or people who they view to be especially competent or knowledgeable in whatever field to save all of humanity by bringing them out from uh, whatever rock they've been living under. I, I, I don't know exactly how they expect to do that. I, I don't know exactly what kind of metric they're using in order to define what a saved world looks like. But yeah. it's all over the place, uh, at least in, in in American society as as I view it. Like, hence the reason why I think a lot of uh, uh, you know a lot of superhero movies are very popular today. You know, why a lot of people right the wanna, entire world saved by one individual. Yeah, yeah, or why, why like the presidency is such an important office. Like, right. it, it, there are, are singular individuals who are going to take everyone and just like. Carry, you know, like put them in their bandwagon of success and just pull them to victory. Right. It's not how the world it, works. No, it's not. It takes a lot of moving parts and a lot of people. Yeah, it's right. so much more convoluted than that. Uh, and, and I'm not. I'm saying that as a as a, a very immature 28 year old person. No, no. But, I I think you're 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 hitting the nail on the head. It's like all the any innovation that came from Apple or any innovation that came from SpaceX or Tesla, it was a lot of people, really intelligent people, putting a lot of hours in working. They were getting paid by this guy. It's not like yeah. the innovation came from Elon Musk himself. Yes, he's funding it, but it came from a collective working towards this thing. He just happened to be the funder at said time. Profiting off of it, <laughs> and we're putting him under the microscope, you know, for all of the successes, exactly, uh, and, and and for for all of his mistakes as well. Like we're just honing in on the guy because of our tendency to sell to to to, to raise celebrities to an unusually high status yep. of focus. Why? Why? <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, I think it's just a lot of how it's our it's our winner take all culture, and also just our very individual individualistic culture of just focusing so much on the individual and not looking at all the hands and things it took to get them to that place, or how they're able to uh, continue profiting and continue to be, I don't know, successful based on private property and how all those different things work. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. It's a, there's probably a feedback loop going on there as well, mm -hmm. you know, because Elon Musk is worth quite a bit. Oh yeah. Well, so there's probably also a segment of the population that wants to see uh, someone like Elon Musk fail just because of how how popular he is to to what status he's actually. Risen. Don't call me out like that. Oh no 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm not calling you out like that. <laughs> I'm, well, we're in the same boat. Let me. We're both calling him out. Uh, and in this particular story, um, Musk is defending himself against libel. Yeah. Uh, there was a gentleman who chastised Musk's solution to uh, – so what, what was what was exactly what it was? There was a flooded cave in Thailand. Yeah. So, right? There was a dozen yeah. boys that were trapped in the flooded cave. Yeah, it was a soccer team that got stuck in there because I, I think they went inside the cave and then it rained a whole bunch and then the cave flooded. Yeah, and and then uh, SpaceX engineers wanted to construct a miniature submarine to go yes. and save the kids, and then there was a guy Unsworth. What was the the Vernon Unsworth? Yeah, he's cave diver and right. professional cave diver, which is a very unique skill. It's a very specific skill that takes a long time to craft and understand how to manage and work your way through these unique cave systems because you're not you're you're doing not only caving which is difficult enough in itself but also underwater diving which is has its own unique 
difficulties to perform correctly. Hell yeah. Oh, oh I can only imagine. Like I, I've seen a couple of movies about like these terrifying circumstances in which people are trying to cave dive and they end up getting stuck or getting the bins or I don't know, something terrible is gonna happen. Yeah. There's always something terrible happens when you're trying to like squeeze a big ass tank through a little bitty hole. Exactly. And Little rock like nicks your tank or your air tube or something. Exactly. We've seen the movies. We know yeah. it works. It's terrifying. And Vernon Unsworth was a pro spelunker, as Jimmy just uh, exhibited for us. Yep. And Musk called him a pedo guy. Yeah. Well, he called him a pedo guy because uh, Unsworth, is that, is that his name? Yeah, Unsworth yep. basically Vern- told musk to his face or otherwise that hey this this submarine's fucking stupid it's it's not going to work you don't understand how underwater caves work it'd be impossible to traverse this cave with this underwater submarine it's not going to achieve anything and musk got his uh feelings in a wad and decided to call the guy a pedo for i guess saving kids yeah (laughs) i guess for being around kids this makes you a pedo he was just doing dumb shit. He was just like, eh, I'll do whatever I want. I'll call you a pedo guy because you insulted my invention yeah. or my team's invention. It's not even – it's not even Musk. Right. It's not even like Musk invented it. He just told his team, hey, make me a fucking submarine, you pieces of shit. Yeah. Uh, they, uh, <laughs> they highlight some quotes in the article, uh, which I think they're rightfully uh, – you know they they rightfully do so. I fucking hope he sues me as one of them. Oh, that's yeah, that's what I said. Yeah, it's it's one of the one of the things that must said, uh, and that really exemplifies, I think, the attitude that uh, we you know we we want to kind of uh, we want to kind of frame. Right. Uh, really, uh, it's 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 not okay to. Uh, for, first off, it's not okay to. Uh, 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 what, what do we call it? Provide libel, uh, libel people. Um, what's what's <laughs> slander? Slander, 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 slander is spoken, libel is written, right? That's that's. that's I it. I honestly don't know. I'm I'm pretty sure that's the difference. Um, and it, this guy saying, uh, I fucking hope he sues me. Uh, it, it's almost like he's um, well, it's it's, it's a threat. It's right. absolutely a threat. Like I ain't scared, bro. Come at me, bro. Yeah, you come I got lawyers and shit, dog. Man, if you only saw this bodyguard that walks me around, he's got a fucking <laughs> football that bulges out from his temple because he's always clenching his jaw. He's so unhappy. <laughs> you know, it's bullshit. Oh, God. I'm so glad he's taking him to court. <laughs> yeah, it's just, I don't know. I mean, he it's one of those things where it sucks when someone has a platform, someone like Elon Musk, and they call someone else something like a pedophile just because their words carry more weight, just because, I don't know, people look up to them and people, they have a platform to speak on, right? Like if I call Musk a pedophile... Like, no one will fucking care because there's no one that follows me or gives a shit about my opinion or say anything. But it's a, it's a totally different circumstance when someone like Musk does it to, like, some random dude. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, we, 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 uh, we have them in a cultural spotlight. Right. Anything that they do is going to be magnified. Yep. Spread far and wide. That's right. Yeah, because we, we have a culture that, uh, it, that focuses on such things. We want to invest all of our time, effort, energy, focus into someone else's life. Like fuck that. <laughs> like extract yourself from these stories. Like if they, you know, for, forget the fact that there, there are uh, all of these people out there that claim to be technocrats or saviors of the world. Like right. be be your own fucking savior. Like yeah. go go out there and do something great if you have the mind to do it. And if you don't, I'm sure you can develop a team of people that can help you do it. Like don't look to other people to do it for you. Don't call people a pedo. Number one rule. Don't, don't call people a pedo unless you absolutely know that they are. And if that's the case, maybe you should go for it. Uh, This is the worst silver lining ever, Jimmy. I don't know. Uh, Well, one thing I think is great. So apparently Musk uh, hired a private investigator to try to dig up dirt on Unsworth. But the private investigator that Musk hired had 
uh, felony fraud convictions against him. And <laughs> so the dirt that he dug up on uh, Unsworth, he said that Unsworth met his wife when she was 12, when in reality he met his wife when she was 33. Oh, my God. <laughs> so he's like, hey, yo, Musk, I got some dirt on him. He met his wife when she was a child. You were right to call him a pedo. <laughs> and he's like, and Musk was like, oh, yes, I was correct. I've been right all along. He was a pedo, see? Worst. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. That's so good. Yeah, I don't know. It just, I don't know. It's just, it's all stupid. It's all dumb. I mean, I'm all for freedom of speech and people should be able to say whatever they want. But at the same time, I'm also kind of fuck Elon Musk. So I'm kind of torn on this one. Yeah, I I, I totally understand. I I don't want to be taken to court for calling someone a pedo, but I don't know. Yeah, uh, maybe. Yeah, that's probably not the takeaway. Uh, I mean, well, so this article doesn't go on into it. But if the Unsworth guy, after being called a pedo by Elon Musk, received threats and violence from random people i would say that it would be okay to do something such as uh sue elon musk for putting you through the unneeded emotional damage of having just random people on the internet abuse you but if elon musk called him a pedo and nothing bad happened i think i would just let it roll off my shoulder you know what i mean yeah well yeah i mean you could you could stand to benefit though yeah but we shouldn't see everything as a profit gaining endeavor right that's right you're 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 totally correct jimmy in a perfect world we yes. don't see these types of things as a, a profit gaining endeavor because that's the only way that I, I to me it would make sense is that if i was this unsworth guy and i went and saved these kids in a cave and it should be my time in the spotlight for two seconds of my life and then elon musk calls me a pedo and then people start abusing me on the internet that would kind of suck, and I think that would be an okay reason to sue him over. Personally, that's what I think. Yeah, it, it would it would burn me quite a bit if you had this super powerful, hyper wealthy individual right. who is showing no restraint whatsoever. Right. Uh, you called my submarine stupid. Yeah, oh, you, my, you must be a pedophile. Well, you call my team submarine stupid. I'm hard. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Yeah, uh, I, I'm just like sitting by, like watching people do work, and then I'm gonna call people a pedo while I'm wrecking my new truck in Miami. Exactly. You know, I'm going to go play with my flamethrower now. When I come back, there better be a fucking submarine in this room. <laughs> exactly. Ugh. You got, you got a silver lining for this one? Uh, well, the silver lining is. Wait, what was the result? of him suing of the trial wait oh it's the first day so we don't know the result yet it was the first day of the trial yeah see uh sounds like musk's high profiles made it difficult to assemble an impartial jury uh so it's been scheduled for a later later so so it hasn't resolved itself yet but based on our preliminary findings of uh elon musk hiring a guy that has felony fraud conviction charges he probably hasn't been able to dig up any dirt on unsworth proving that he's a fucking pedophile so uh hopefully uh unsworth is able to uh have a successful case against uh elon musk and show that he's a dirtbag and uh, we can all move on with our lives. Yeah! Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Oh, man. Oh, I don't have a good segue to this next one, but it's sad. <laughs> <laughs> May the blood of Musk run through the streets of our cities. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> Paint the town red. Oh, so sad. All right, we try to sandwich them. You know, you've heard it before. If you're familiar with our podcast, we try to sandwich the... the, the this the, is a sad one, folks. This is the sad one. Yeah. Sad ones are sandwiched. Sad ones are sandwiched. I like and that. this one in particular is pretty sad. It's pretty bad. Uh, so, Tim, uh, what would you have guessed was uh, the United States' number one export before reading this article? Like, just, just try to pretend you didn't read this article. What would you have guessed it was? Okay. Uh... I would assume that the number one export would probably be corn. No way. 
Yeah, corn. Corn? Yes, corn. Yeah, 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 we make a lot of corn. I think my guess would have been either corn or turbines. I like. I think there's a lot of. We think we sell a lot of turbines to China. I think I okay. read once a long time ago. Okay. Yeah, turbines. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah I don't. Yeah, I don't yeah, even yeah. know what turbines for what. But I think my answer would have been turbines for some reason. Turbines, cars, cars is also one of those things. Uh, yeah, I don't that's know. true. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, but 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 probably 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 corn. Yeah. Uh. So what? What? What is it? So according to this article we have here from boingboing.net, that's how you know this is a legit article. The mm, number one article. The number one article. The number one export of the United States of America is blood. The blood of the American poor. Oh, man. Because no one else donates blood for cash. Sweet, sweet, cold, hard cash. We're talking about plasma in particular, though, right? Yes. Yes, we're talking about plasma in particular, which requires uh, someone to first extract your blood, separate the plasma from your blood, and then put the blood back into your body. So if we're going to get very, very technical... Deplasmated blood. The plasma blood, yes. They're, it's, they're selling plasma abroad, but I think there's other blood products they're selling. It's probably also, I think they just lumped blood plasma, plain old blood, and every other. Uh, here it says blood products, so I don't know what the other products are, but anything dealing with blood abroad. This kind of reminds me of the Hunger Games. Dystopian it, societies that shouldn't exist. Yeah. Yeah, like uh, where it's you the, have like doesn't seem like it's real. Exactly, the richest yeah. country in the world selling its yes. fucking blood. Yeah, like why in the world would they uh, would they need something like this? It's like oh well, when you zoom out and you try to think as to why they are in the position that they're in, it's because they have a working poor. It's because yeah, uh, you can take advantage of so many people. <laughs> oh God! Do you, you want to hear a really <laughs> fucked up statistic I learned today? Yeah, let's I, I learned this today. This is this is a new statistic. Okay, so 44% of Americans that work full time make $18,000 a year or less. Oh, $18,000 a year or less is basically minimum wage. I think it's $10 a year or less. I think it's around where it's at. Oh man. 44% of full time working Americans. And that's why you see people selling blood. Yeah. Because you can't get by on $18,000 a year in, I would say, the majority of places in the United States. I don't know if there's anywhere. That's, uh, that's actually – okay. So to, because I, I was researching this while you were you were talking, that's eight sixty five an hour. Oh, nice. So it's not even near 10 That's below – that's less than 9 It's a dollar above the minimum wage. That's right. Yeah, yeah, a little, little more than a dollar. Uh, and that's based oh, on – Oh, a dollar and one cent. Yeah, that's, that's based on a 40-hour work week. So yep. there are people who are making <laughs> – there are people who are making less than eighteen thousand dollars a year. Yep, that forty-four percent working full time. Forty-four percent. Yep. Ugh. Yep. That. Yeah. Hey, so I'm not saying. I, okay, I'm not necessarily part of that group because I I, I, I live in a. I, you know, I, I have my needs cared for. Uh, you know, I I'm, I'm I have a very uh, I am surrounded by supportive peoples. But if, if I was on my own right now, I would be in that group of people. Selling your blood for money? Yeah. Well, I would be making less than $18,000 a year. Oh, yeah. I, I, I recently calculated how much I'd be <laughs> how much I'd be making for the work that I'm doing. I'm making around $4 an hour. <laughs> Hell yeah, dude. Nice. Nice. You're doing better than uh, uh, wait staff. Oh, god damn it. Yeah. You're doing better than those uh, Latin American people that were uh, working in the chicken factory that got exported from yeah, Coke man. Foods in yeah. Mississippi. Something like that. Nice. <laughs> Dude, you're killing it. That's great. Hell yeah. I'm wealthy. I'm a wealthy American man. Yeah, man. Oh, jeez. Ah, yeah, this is pretty disgusting. I mean, just to know that the United States – well, what was weird is I think – for the per capita, when reading this article, I think the only country that beats uh, the United States per capita is Ireland. So I guess Ireland's not doing too hot since they're exporting a lot of blood for probably similar reasons, I, I would assume. But just yeah. to think that the United States, it's, it's not only the richest country 
in the world as of right now, but it's basically the richest country that's ever existed in the history of mankind. Just try to wrap your brain around that. Like, wealth has never been consolidated this much ever in the history of ever. <laughs> and, and the citizens of that, of the richest country in history has to sell their blood twice a week. Cause I think the limit is wait, once a week, twice a week. What's the limit? Something like that. Uh, as far as plasma is concerned? Yeah. Um, I, I don't know what the limit I is. I know it's but... $30 per visit. It's something like that. It's it's either a maximum of four times a month or a maximum twice. of eight times a month. Twice, twice, twice a, week? a week? Okay. So a maximum of eight times a month. Yeah. So these people go in to try to get, you know, 60 bucks a week. Sell, selling their, their body, literally. And they, uh, yeah, 104 times a year. Jesus. Hey, uh, and, and this is a very important thing to note. Uh, just, so just in case anybody out there is thinking, hey, well, I might consider this myself. I mean, it's a little bit of extra income. 70% of donors experience health complications. Now, whether that's a lower protein count or they're in their blood, which gives them uh, – which basically puts them at risk for uh, uh, infections, liver, kidney disorders, so on and so forth – there is more of a cost than simply donating your time right to 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 have these things extracted from your body yeah we and this is this is at $30 per visit so to put that in perspective you're not really making that much yeah i guess it's a lot for people who have are nothing. making you know 7.25 an hour yeah i mean that yeah literally cuz i mean that's you know after taxes I mean, 7.25 an hour. I mean, you would have to work. I mean, that's basically a, that's almost like a working day. I'm exaggerating a little bit, obviously, but. Yeah. Oh, man. That's ridiculous. Yeah. This is disgusting. It's just, well, uh, yeah. Silver lining. God damn it. Um, how about. Oh, yeah. Sorry. I didn't even talk about this part. Well, uh, well, well, but well, most well. of the plasma is exported, so it's not even used here in the United States. These people are taking your. Plasma and then selling it abroad. Sorry, I, just, I I don't know why that matters. I feel like that's a little bit yes. nationalistic. I feel like that's a little bit nationalistic to be like, you're not even giving your blood to other Americans. But it I don't matters. know. To to me, yeah, yeah. it just seems kind of fucked up that because because there's lots of people that need blood and stuff like that in the United States. When you think about car crashes and surgeries and all the different events that would cause someone to need that stuff here. Yeah. But Keep instead, blood. it's being sold abroad because it fetches a higher price. Yeah, especially if it fetches a higher price, I feel like it should always go to where it's needed, uh, you know, based on proximity rather than the cost. Uh, I mean, of course, that's a that, that's an argument for an episode all its own. Uh, but it's like the argument between socialism and capitalism. Yeah, yeah. Is, <laughs> The blood goal where it's needed the most, not where it's the most expensive. Yeah, well, I mean, of course you could argue with, well, whatever. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna go into that because it's, like I said, it could be a, a discussion or an episode all its own. Silver lining. Yeah, yeah, there's, there's a lot that goes into that. As far as, as far as the silver lining here, I'm glad that these people are able to make a little bit of extra money. I, yeah. I'm, I'm not, I'm not happy that they're doing it by selling their body. Yeah. Uh, but then again, like it's it's their body. It, you know, if if they if they're gonna do it via even you know prostitution, right? Like I mean, like if, if we're gonna try to make uh, an analogous example, uh, prostitution is is I don't know roughly equivalent. Like I mean, people are selling their bodies in order to make money. I'm right. going to I'm going to go on my my silver lining is this is a perfect example of why we need a jobs guarantee program that offers jobs that pay at minimum $15 an hour because no one should have to sell their blood just to get by. Yeah. If, the, if like if this isn't an argument for why we should make uh a job a human right, I I don't know what is. The fact that America is the our number one export is blood. I don't know. I can't think of a better, just perfect example of, isn't this awful? Isn't this immoral? Shouldn't people have a better way to make money than giving up their body in a literal sense? They should. I I would have to think that if they had a better option, they would take it. I I, I would certainly hope so. 
I would hope so. <laughs> I don't. I don't have anything else to say about it. I don't. I don't, I don't know. I, I. I would. I would hope that like there would be lines that were. Uh, I, I. I would hope that it would be easy enough for those folks to be able to habitually do something other than give their plasma to a facility that would be readily accessible, pay them $30 per visit, so on and so forth, cash in hand, yada, 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 to make it worth their while to do something else, right? Yeah. But people also need plasma. Like, I mean, if there's such a draw for it, I mean, and I, I think that's a silver lining in and of itself. People are getting plasma, you know, whether Somewhere. or not it's – Exactly. Whether or not it's from from the, uh, the the working poor in the United States or elsewhere, like you know, people need plasma, and they're Someone's getting, getting plasma. Somebody's it's, getting. It's plasma. probably all going to those stupid vampire facials we talked about forever ago. Oh. <laughs> There's like some fucking Saudi Arabian fucking princess getting injected in the face with the working poor of America. She's just bathing in it. Yeah, just, just bathing in, in American blood. Yeah. Just like <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, nah. There's these handmaidens that are just taking uh, buckets of of blood and dumping it on her. Oh, gross! Oh my god! Fanning her with like palm fronds yep. while they're pouring blood on her. Oh, it's amazing! Oh, it's great! Oh, that's disgusting! I wink off to it without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. <laughs> you have to. Oh, Jesus. All right. Well, I think it's time for a segue. Speaking of Jesus, Santa's <laughs> basically Jesus. Uh, I thought he was like Satan. It's a, it's an anagram for Satan, right? He's, no, maybe. I mean, technically, yes, but no. <laughs> He's a devil! Right. Santa's the devil! <laughs> he wears red, and he has a pitchfork. <clears throat> Does he? And a, and a, and a, Fort Tongue. <clears throat> so Russia, right? So <laughs> Russia, its uh, western neighbor is Finland. Its northwestern neighbor is Finland. Okay. Yeah. And I don't know why. I guess there's people that want to. It's specifically South Asian migrants that want to go from Russia to Finland. I guess they decided that they would have a better life in Finland than they are having currently in Russia. So this very ingenious uh, scam artist slash uh, business entrepreneur thought it would be a great idea to just set up a fake border and charge these poor, poor migrants shit tons of money to to cross this fake-ass border. That's the story. That's it in a nutshell. That's Pretty smart. Modern day highwayman. Yeah. The troll bridge. Yeah, that that's killer. Like you know what? Why wait for a road to toll when you can make your own goddamn road? Just go out there, blaze a trail, yeah. find a place that's roughly fifteen miles away from any border, yeah. and just be like, Hey look, this is the real border. <laughs> this is a real border. Yeah, everybody it- that's trying to cross is like um, no, it's not. And then you, you see like, the sign that says real border. It has to be yeah, real. That's real border the right bo- there. The, 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 the sign like, says, this is a real border. And then you're like, Hey, you guys ever played Nerf Wars before? It's like Nerf Wars. It's like, yeah. And then you pull out a gun, you know, a real ass gun. You're like, Hey, if you try to cross this border without paying the toll, which happens to be somewhere around 10,000 euro, I'm going to shoot you in the kneecap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's how you establish a new border. It's basically how every border has That's ever been established yeah. throughout the course of human history. <laughs> yeah. yeah. You're not wrong. Yeah, like uh like Crimea. Like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Literally. Oh man. Seriously. <laughs> Seriously, yeah, you just annex that shit via force. <laughs> you you if enough guns anything can become a new border. Yep. Yep, that, that's uh, that's basically how it works, and uh, these guys are uh, taking it. They're they're going for it. You know why not? If if somebody doesn't know the difference, right? <laughs> I love the map where it like shows the the line that's like going across. <laughs> real border, real border, <laughs> and big then like border. a little like X marks the spot. Little fake time. border, yeah. Where that guy's at. 
This guy is just living in a little outhouse he built himself, getting trashed on cheap-ass Russian vodka, waiting yep. for some poor bloke to come up and ask to cross his fake-ass border crossing. You may not cross. This is a fake border. You pay a 10,000 euro. Yeah. No, oh, I don't want to pay 10,000. You must pay toll to get cross. Yeah. And that's pretty much how it goes. Nope, Although uh, anybody that's worth their salt in crossing borders and whatnot, this guy was established at a fake border was on the, the, uh, the apparently a beach. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> like based on the map here, like he's definitely got like a large body of water right behind him. <laughs> yeah, this map is all in Russian, so I don't know what gulf that is, but there's some little sea or waterway lake thing next to it yeah so they would just basically be like there's water behind you and be like yeah if you want to pass yeah. you gotta pay the toll <laughs> <laughs> my gun can shoot hole in boat you better not try yeah. to cross water <laughs> in, in all seriousness though this guy was probably just a. Uh, he was he was just a taxing coyote. Yeah, you know, for for anybody that doesn't know, someone who smuggles people that's that's called a coyote. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, he he was, you know, probably being somebody that's like, hey, you want to get in? Uh, I'll, I'm going to charge you ten thousand euro, and I'll, I'll you know I'll get you in. But you know, this is this is the new border for all things considered. Yeah, I'll get you in. It's like, wait a second, damn it, I'm still in Russia. This is bullshit. Yeah, <laughs> God damn it. They get to the real border and they're like, whoa, 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 hold up. They're like, damn it, we just crossed the border. Russians again? Yeah, hey, they're supposed to be this finished. Guy said, oh, no, I'm gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah. This guy said, wait, where'd he go? Where'd our friendly Russian guide go? Yeah, come on. Hey. I think it had something to do with Finnish Santa Claus and Russian Father Frost. Yeah, this has absolutely nothing to do with anything. There's just random picture of Father Frost, which apparently is a Russian Santa Claus, but even more alpha. I don't know how else to explain it. He's got even more dope-ass shit and a sweet-ass snowflake uh, magical staff wand thing. I don't yeah. know. It, it's basically Santa Claus with more flair. Yeah. Uh, and uh, it, this picture here is captioned, A Finnish Santa Claus and Russian Father Frost at the Nujama border station between Finland and Russia. So, well, I, I to, guess, yeah. To put it in perspective, the Father Frost of Russia makes the uh, Santa Claus of Finland look kind of like Fucking a hobo. hobo. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and it's a good looking Santa Claus. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Santa yeah. Santa. If I saw that guy in a mall in the United States, I'd, I would think, damn, that's a good ass looking Santa. Yeah. He, he looks legit. But the Father Frost, like, this dude's got a beard down to his dick. Like, yeah. he is, like, legit. He's got furry ass eyebrows. He's got a, a, a Gandalf staff. Yeah. He's got bling on his glove his glove's got fucking bling on it uh, he's got uh he's got mink on his like like the you know the edging oh, yeah, of his yeah, cloak. Yeah, yeah for sure it's like an ermine kind of like cloak it's ridiculous yeah it's, it's nice that's good yeah, shit this guy's, this guy's fucking ridiculous yeah, uh so it's yeah that's what's holding up the border down the lane there. Yeah. <laughs> and he's got a bunch of like super attractive ladies standing next to him right yeah for sure yeah and the Santa Claus next to him is just like, hey, where's all my ladies at? Where's my ladies at? Shut up, Santa. No yeah, one asked the you. They're with, the, they're with the good-looking father. Don't make Frost. me hit you with my snowflake staff again, piece of bah, shit. Bah, 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 Where are my bah, presents at? Where are my presents at? You got a silver lining for this, Jimmy? Well, so obviously the story is sad is that Southeast Asians are being taken advantage by this asshole with his fake-ass border. Mm-hmm. Let's think here. So that's what's sad. Um, the entrepreneurialism. Good... This is a God this is damn an entrepreneurial it. endeavor. Oh, oh, I got it. I got it. I got it. <laughs> the silver lining is that this story shows that entrepreneurialism is fucking bullshit. That this guy wasn't adding anything to the economy as most venture capitalists and entrepreneurs are. They basically took 
they added extra layers of bullshit bureaucracy, which is him just infiltrating people trying to cross into Finland and added an extra step to stymie the process of uh, progress of these people's literal progress into Finland. It, w- it was no actual addition to the economy of itself. It's just a stonewall stopping people from moving forward as uh, you know, most venture capitalists and uh, entrepreneurs do on a daily basis. Here, here. <laughs> on the daily oh man man you really got your uh you got your uh finger on the 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 heartbeat of of the capitalist movement man i'm just so angry it's all right on the pulse yeah or why you're angry wait are, is our is our podcast shifting from sadness to anger uh, I think there's the the seven stages of grief, right? And I'm always transitioning from one to the other. And it's never and this never stops. It just repeats over and over again of yeah. that. You know, it starts off that I'm sad that human beings can't achieve more because we have unlimited capacity to achieve stuff, but we always fall short of it. And then I stop go from being sad to being angry at all the people that stand in the way of it. And, you know, it just it just keeps going and it just keeps revolving and transitioning all the time. And oh, my can't stop. Won't stop. Can't stop. Won't stop. Jimmy's always going to spit the truth at you guys. I'm a truth spitter. I'm going to spit on you. You. God damn it, man. (laughs) Hey, if you guys. What what is this? A mink? A mink coat? (laughs) Shit. It looks like Ermine to me. Hey, Jimmy, uh, if our audience wants to listen, spit at us. All right. If you want to spit on us for being trash people, you can do so by emailing us at cynicempowerment at gmail.com. We would love to hear from you there. You can also tweet at us on the Twitter at cynicempowerme1. Or you can like us on Facebook at Cynic Empowerment, and we would love to hear from you there. And just to add a new thing, since every time we add a new thing, we bring it up, we are starting the slow transition of putting all of our bullshit on uh, YouTube, starting with some of our later episodes. So if you like listening to shit on YouTube for some reason, listen to our shit on YouTube. (laughs) Hell yeah, listen to our shit on YouTube. And if you don't, I'll shoot you in the knee with a twenty-two. And you probably deserve it. Yeah, you definitely do. You out yeah. there teasing me, shooting your little friends with your Nerf guns. I want to play. I wanna yeah, play. you fucking selfish kids. You yeah. should have knocked on the alcoholic's door first and invited them out to play. That's right. You see my big-ass scraggly beard? I want to fucking <laughs> play with you guys. I got a twenty-two. <laughs> 22 ain't gonna hurt nobody i don't know about you but i'm feeling 22 (laughs) (laughs) oh my god you shot me in the fucking lake come on now you're feeling 22 no i'm not i'm seven you're feeling 22 i'm gonna shoot you in the knee I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Blam! Blam! Take him to the hospital. <laughs> I spit on you. Almost as they should have taken the blood from that little kid and exported it. Wait, what? Yeah, it was pretty good. They took. <laughs> hey, yeah, that was pretty good. This is that would be that would have been a dark finish there. Yeah. A dark finish. Unlike a dark Russian, am I right? Am I right? <laughs> Get it? People from Finland are called Finnish. Jesus. Oh, damn it. We're fucking idiots. What? Oh, my God. What happened? We're so. F- oh, my God. Damn it. Jimmy. We had an we had the first story was about smelling bad. The next story after that should have been about Elon Musk. God damn it! Oh, the transition! <laughs> it could have been so good. Why didn't we think of it? Oh, we fucking damn, damn it! Yeah, yeah it was right. such a waste. You're right. You're right. You're right. That was such a waste. That was. We we made it hard on ourselves for no reason. 
God, that would have been such an easy transition. Oh, fuck. Yeah, I'm just looking at it now. Get the smell out of here, Musk. It's like, fuck. What the fuck is wrong with us? Wasted. This gift was wasted. Wasted.